What is up, my friends? Welcome to Rebel and Create Craft of Fatherhood podcast. I'm your guide, Ned Shout. I believe fatherhood has the power to change the world simply by knowing who you are and embracing the adventure of fatherhood. I'm doing these podcasts a little bit differently. I'm recording them now on Fridays in my camper van down here on the beach in Hawaii. You can listen to it on any podcast platform or you can check them out on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. Fatherhood matters. I'm also doing a little mini series. So right now we are talking about our language as fathers paying attention. So this is week two. Last week, we talked about being aware of the language that we use as fathers. We talked about our words. When we speak, they create. They either create life and growth and abundance, or our words have the ability to create destruction and those that we speak to shrinking and getting smaller based on the way that we speak to them because it helps as fathers, we show our children who they are. We confirm them and affirm them. And our words have an enormous power with our children. Think about how you feel about your own father and the way that he spoke to you. Now, when I became a father very quickly, I realized that sometimes when I would speak, I would then go, oh crap, I'm my dad. There are a list of things that I say that I don't even think about them. They just come out of my mouth and they are things that my dad would say. Now, if you've been a dad for any spurt of time, I'm sure the same thing happened to you. You say something and then you go, oh my gosh, I'm my dad. Now, there are a few sayings that my dad, that I say now that my dad said, like, all you have is time. Or if we're on a hike and we're looking out of the valley, someday this will all be yours. Or only boring people get bored. And last one is turn off the TV and go outside. Those are four statements that I find myself saying on the regular and it just comes out of me. Somehow it's in me from years and years of being ingrained by my father. So there may be things that you say that either you like that you say them, there may be fun, quirky things, or you don't like it. Now, I remember two specific times. Now, my dad wasn't a yeller, but I remember two specific times where the way that my father approached me, it was shocking. And I was like, I remember it. It had impact on me. One time, I was probably nine, 10 years old, and I was sent to my room, and I'm throwing some kind of fit, and I'm in my top bunk, and I can see it clear as day. My dad's walking out of my room, and I said something to the extent of, fine, I'll just kill myself, which is a little bit more drastic today maybe than whatever, 20 years ago. But I remember he whipped around so fast, walked up to it, and he was so stern and so serious that I was actually more afraid of him than the idea of the statement that I made, which was horrible and stupid, but kids say stupid stuff. But his intention and his tone and the way he showed up was so aggressive that it shocked me. Not negatively, but positively. I had this respect, this fear. Now, if you've heard me share before, you heard my TED talk, you heard me share a story of me flipping off my mom and my dad walking by right when that happened. And he very quickly had me up against the wall, very sternly. You will not treat your mother or my wife that way. Now, in both of these instances, I was shocked by the way my dad showed up, his tone, his language, his use of his body. But that's because it was so infrequent. 
It didn't happen very often. Now, what's interesting is I've used that, especially with my own son, but I've almost abused it to where I might grab his shoulder or I might be real intense because for me, there was a couple of moments where that was significant for me. But now I've used it so much over the years and I've gotten better now in understanding how to communicate with my son's personality that I took something that worked really well, a language wording, and I used it too much because it was impactful for me, but then it became too much in the way that I use it. it. It lost its meaning. Now, week one, we talked about being aware of the words we use. And we asked some tough questions. If I asked your kids how you speak to them, what would they say? Would you be embarrassed by me even asking that question? If I asked your wife, hey, how does so-and-so speak to you? Would you be embarrassed? Sometimes if we're asked ourselves, like, hey, how are you showing up with your language, with your words, with the way you speak to the people around you, we might feel very justified in the way that we do that. But if we were to ask those closest, behind closed doors, behind closed quarters, how is it that you're showing up, you may feel a little bit differently about that. So a couple things. Last week was be aware of your words. Start to become conscious notice the things that you say. But now if you want to make a shift, I have a few ideas on how to help you make a shift. Okay. Number one, journal. At the end of the day, ask yourself, how did I speak to those around me today? How did I show up? And think not just, hey, well, my son acted up, my daughter acted up, so I'm justified in the way I showed up. From their perspective, if we were to ask them, how would they feel that your language, that the way you spoke to them felt from their eyes? Think about from your wife's perspective, if you're married, when you spoke to her today, how did she feel about the way you spoke to her? So you could journal about that because the only way to really grow in something is to reflect, to notice the celebration, like I showed up really well for my kids today, or in this instance, I really didn't like it. The only way that you can make progress tomorrow is if you reflect on what you did today and then take action. When my son says this, when my daughter does this, when my wife says this, Next time I'm going to show up like this. Now this is baby steps. You're going to have to do this over and over and over. Something else that helps me, but you really got to be committed to this is to go ask your kids, Hey, is there anything I say that upsets you? Is there anything I say that triggers you when we're in an argument or I'm coming to talk to you about something I need to talk to you about? Is there anything that I do or say that really bothers you? And then when they tell you, don't just justify it away. You gotta be willing to make the changes, okay? Again, we don't wanna baby them, but we wanna be aware and see how we can meet them in the middle. The last thought is come up with some questions in your head that when you are in a conversation, and, and especially with my kids, I have a question or a remind myself, kind of a little mantra when my kids are talking to me. I say, Ned, what Stella's saying to you right now matters to her and she's looking for a reaction from you. So if my daughter's telling me something about school, she's looking for her dad to care about whatever that is. So I have to listen to her words. I have to pay attention so that I can have a response for her versus, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, that's great. While well, I'm just really thinking about other things. And actually one last thought is paying attention to how I'm showing up. Okay, so if I really wanna be in tune with my language and the way I conversate with my family, I need to be aware of my state. If I'm showing up stressed from work, I'm probably gonna speak in a stressed state. If I'm showing up tired from work, I'm probably gonna show up with a very low care attitude. Pay attention to your state. How am I showing up? 
And maybe there's things you got to do to show up in a different state. Okay, I'm going to show up as an awesome dad. And actually, the last thing that I do is I will go. So for me, a persona I think of is the captain. I've kind of written out like, what's the captain look like? How does he show up for his wife? How does he show up for his kids? And so sometimes I got to go, how would that guy show up? for his family? How would he conversate with his family right now? So if you truly want to make a shift in the language that you're using, in the way that you speak to your children, the way that you speak as a father, one is be aware. And then two, think of some tools that will work for you to actually make a shift in the language that you use. Next week, I'm going to talk about our tone. What is the tone we use when we're talking with our family? So if this is something that you are working on the same way that I'm working on, please tune into that. You guys, thank you. Remember, you're a father and that matters. That means something. You and I have such an incredible opportunity to create stability in our world simply by showing up for our families. If hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of fathers show up and create stability in their home, our world would look different and it's up to you and me. I'm your guide, Ned Shout. Thank you for listening to Rebellion Creates Craft of Fatherhood podcast. I look forward to hanging out with you next time.